right, welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sam Gold. And I'm Chris Rotundo. Uh, I apologize last episode for my audio. Hopefully this time I'm going to try to speak closer into my computer. <laughs> I probably need to get a new mic, but, um, you know, the Zoom shows, they've been, uh, they have been great in terms of audio. So hopefully I'll try to speak as clear as I can louder into the mic. Hopefully this works. So, yeah, besides that, I mean, all audio issues aside, Chris, we were talking about this before, you know, everything turned on, another weird week. You know, honestly, last week I was like, just scratch all the labels because everything's just weird. Once again, it's weird. So at this point, if it becomes predictable, then it's unpredictable. You just have to predict what's probably not going to happen and it's going to happen. So if you get what I'm saying. No, exactly. Like, like the Texans you winning, to, pretty you sure. Now have to predict every underdog to like blow out a great team. That's that's <laughs> the new predictable for 2021. So, like, who would have think at the beginning of the season the Titans? If you said they would be eight and three, and their two and two of their losses came to the Jets and the and the uh, Texans, I, I would call you crazy. Like, I I really need we really need to go back and do our record prediction records and see how bad we did this year. I mean, everyone's probably done horrible, so. I don't know. Another week to uh, string along here and, and just talk about it. So it's really intro. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. Okay, Chris, rematch of Super Bowl 51. Uh, Falcons fans probably hate seeing this on their schedule when it pops up every four years um, from then till the rest of time. So now they got to deal with Patriots Falcons. <laughs> Chris, I swear, someone in like the higher ups of Atlanta of the Falcons must have like murdered a bunch of people because I don't know what the Falcons do to deserve all this. They have the Super Bowl, just a terrible loss. And then everything from then has just been complete shit. They've blown leads. They've been the laughing stock in the NFL. Totally unfair. It's not like they have any players that people hate. I don't understand. Something weird's going on with the Falcons. And then, of course, you have to bring the Patriots back on their home turf. <laughs> and the Patriots come in with a rookie quarterback and blow them out 25 to nothing. So it's Falcons fans. I, I have nothing against your team. Like, I don't understand why this keeps happening, I guess. This is just the luck of the draw for the last five years. Yeah, I mean, the Falcons, they stink. I mean, you, you look at it, what was it? Two weeks ago, they were four and four, and people had conversed, and they, they were in the hunt. And then at, and then they go, and they lose last week, and then they get demolished by the Patriots. They weren't going to make the playoffs, but they had a shot two weeks ago mathematically. Uh, and technically they still do, but their season's over, especially after this loss. The Patriots, they keep on rolling. They are what the, their first place in their division now at seven and four. Can't, which I is, can't believe it. Which is crazy. Uh, it just goes to show that last year, the Patriots, they were missing a lot of guys on defense because they opted out because of COVID. And you bring in Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. This is why he's the greatest coach of all time. He drafts a rookie quarterback. They get players back. And they're still the Patriots that we we know and we hate. They're they're winning. They're in most games. 
And Mac Jones, he is by far the best rookie quarterback. He is looking to be a great player in this league. And it sucks. I mean, this is it. Like, we had one year off with Cam Newton. That was just a weird one that the whole league is going to throw away. That was, oh, that was the Cam Newton year. We had a year, took a year off, whatever, the Patriots, blah, blah, blah. But now, of course, like, Mac Jones, we, we made jokes before the season started with, you know, the picture of Mac Jones comparing to that picture of Tom Brady um, when they were both very out of shape. And, like, now Mac Jones is doing exactly what Brady's been doing. I'm not saying he's Brady, obviously, but, like, 22 of 26, extremely efficient. These They have no wide receivers, and they're just always open, like, on these 9, 10-yard routes. It, it's the same thing that's been happening for the last 15 years. It's these curl routes, these little slant routes, and Mac Jones is perfectly on time, just like Brady was. He, you know, is super efficient. I just – it's crazy to see that the Patriots can just do, you know, do this after one year of taking off in the league. Like, I know it's against the Falcons, and you know, it doesn't not, even matter. Not, like, They've been crazy, but listen, they're, they're, I don't care who it was against. They're seven and four. They're looking really good to have a playoff spot, and they're right there for the one seed in the AFC. Um, it just goes to show that for a rookie, for a rookie at any position to be. Uh, especially a quarterback to be successful in this league where he gets drafted, the situation he gets drafted to is so important. And this is the perfect situation for any, any rookie quarterback getting brought in and you're learning underneath Bill Belichick. Like there's no, there's no better spot for a rookie quarterback to go. Cause you know, it's going to be successful. And then with the Falcons, I mean, the fact that Matt Ryan, Josh Rosen and Felipe Franks all shared some interceptions. That was kind of funny, but Man, I mean, we knew they didn't have any weapons going into this game with Patterson out, but zero points at home in prime time. That's that's just got to suck. So, yeah, like you said before, they were four and four. But honestly, I think Falcons fans can agree. They would probably rather be just horrible in general and then not just have that hope at four and four like they did a few weeks ago. I think they'd rather just be bad and get a better draft pick because – I don't know. It, it's it's got to be torture, but yeah, that sucks. All right, Chris. Ravens Bears one o'clock games. Pretty bad game. Yeah, they announced Lamar Jackson was going to miss this game. Um, it, there was speculation Saturday night, and then he was out with an illness. So Tyler Huntley came in, did a decent job. Um, it was pretty boring. Yeah, it was a pretty boring game throughout most of it. Uh, Darnell Mooney had a few nice plays for the Bears. But um, I think we can both agree, Chris, as Chiefs and Steelers fans, when the Bears had a 13-9 to lead with less than a minute to go in the fourth quarter, we were like, holy shit, the Ravens are going to lose against the Bears. And the Chiefs and Steelers have a wide-open opportunity to, you know, get ahead of them in the AFC. And then, no, the Bears, another one of those teams that just disappoint every Sunday. They, they gave so up that bad. big play to, of course, Sammy Watkins, who hasn't his name hasn't even been called this year, pretty much. And but he comes up huge nowhere, with made a nice play with basically the the, the game winning play. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, mean, this, I can't believe the Bears just collapsed like that. It was a it was a gross game. Justin Fields goes down with a rib injury. He will be out on Thanksgiving, so now we have to suffer Andy Dalton and who's going to be the Lions Tim, quarterback? Is Tim is Goff going to be back? Possibly. Boy, yeah, it's going to be terrible. So. Actually, I just saw this morning that Goff 
uh, is likely to be back, actually. Likely to be so. back. So, I mean, it really doesn't matter if it was Tim or Jared. It's still going to be complete shit that game either way. Um, <laughs> hey, we got to pick the Lions to win. That's the final No, time. no, I'm, a- I'm actually not. I'm, I'm already telling you right now I'm going with Chicago. There's no way I, I pick I don't I pick care the Lions. about the record predictions. I don't. I just don't. So, Listen, I'm you've been saying you're going to pick the Lions for like three weeks now, so you kind of just have to. At this point, I have to, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Look, know, just I think... personally don't know how the Lions are going to put up more than ten points, but you got to stay positive. Anything can happen. But uh, this is a pretty boring game. I really don't really have much to say. Kind of gross. Yeah, I mean, to the be Ravens, honest, with or without Lamar Jackson, they just keep doing this all year, getting these yeah last second wins. It's just kind of it's annoying because. I, I want to face the Ravens in the playoffs personally because I don't think they're as good as they are. Uh, even without Lamar in this game, I just – I don't know. No, they're they're a good team. I feel like it's been overachieving. I guess. Uh, they've been getting like, lucky. I, like, I, don't, I don't think they're as good as their record is. No, I don't think so either. I really don't. And what's going to happen? They're going to get to the playoffs and they're going to lose first round. It's the same story with them. Yeah. All right, Chris. Uh a game that was close that was actually good. Packers Vikings. I picked the Vikings to win this on a field goal. I'm pretty sure, which is exactly what they did in overtime. Um, yeah, I, I don't Quite know. Crazy I, felt game. I felt like the Vikings at home. They had some momentum uh, after last week. I just felt like the Vikings are a team that usually has to get at least eight wins per season. So I felt like this was a nice opportunity to snag one from the Packers. Um, Chris, I don't really know what happened to the Packers' defense. I mean, they've been great all year. They kind of just gave up today. They Or not today, uh, this weekend. Um, you know, Justin Jefferson just was all over them. I mean, luckily I had him in fantasy, 37 points, by the way. You he had that. eight catches, 169 yards, and two touchdowns. Should have had three with that one where his arm was extended, and he was just about a yard short. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Vikings offense was on fire. Although, I do have to say, if Kirk Cousins, if that interception in the final two minutes counted, this would be a completely different story. It would there was be two, Kirk two Cousins. interceptions. Exactly. It would be Kirk Cousins has to go. He's got to be fired tomorrow. Mike Zimmer's got to be gone tomorrow. If that actually happened, the Vikings team would just completely blow up. So, I got to say, this was definitely Kirk Cousins' luckiest game, possibly in his career, because it could have almost been ended uh, with that interception, especially at a four and five record in the divisional game. So they're lucky they got that win, um, but they deserve it after getting pretty unlucky with some games this year. So I'm happy for them five and five. They're in the playoffs now, the sixth seed. So that's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, Chris, you can take it from here. Yeah, I mean, on the other side, I know the Packers, I forgot his name. Uh, they went down another offensive lineman, Sam, maybe you can help me out with the name, which season ending ACL oh, tear, boy. which is... Which is very um, bad, and it just doesn't stop from there. Aaron Rodgers is dealing with a toe injury that he says is worse than turf toe, so that's another in- situation to keep an eye on. Um, they're still going to be without without Aaron Jones for at least one more week, but receiving MVS and Devontae Elton Adams, Jenkins, yeah, that, that as a huge loss right now. What what are they without their two best offensive linemen? Mm-hmm. So that's going to be that's going to be rough, but. I mean, offensively, they, look, they looked fine. You know, A.J. Dillon, he, he did his thing. Um, MVS and Devontae Adams both had over 100 yards. MVS, I think, had like 10 targets, something crazy, which it was an MVS oh. game. He, it was He had that big crazy. touchdown at the end. 
Yeah, which which was huge. He's he's that type of deep threat guy that that that's good to have. He'll he'll go out there every few games and just catch some forty yard touchdown bomb. But disappointing game for the Packers. They dealing with a lot of injuries right now. It's gonna be t- it's tough, but I think they'll be fine. They're still gonna be contending. One of the best teams. You have Aaron Rodgers. I know he's hurt, but as long as Aaron Rodgers is there, I, I don't care toe injury or not. This team's gonna be fine. I'm I'm not worried. Yeah, and they're happy that the Cowboys lost and the Rams had a bye. You know, it's better to lose this divisional game where you still know you're going to win the division. So, you know, it's tough to go into Minnesota like that, especially a team that they already know, like the Packers. So, um, yeah, it was, it was just a fun game all around, a lot of good offense. And, uh, yeah, let's move on to some good offense for one team. The Indianapolis Colts came oh in the Buffalo. 41-15, Jonathan Taylor, Chris, talk to me about him. Jonathan Taylor, he is proving that without Derrick Henry, he is the best back in the league. I will sit here and I will say that he is the second best running back in the league because I don't think that I can put him ahead of Derrick Henry simply because of the fact that <clears throat> Christian McCaffrey is also there in the top three. He's also there possibly as well. I'm about him. Henry, I mean, possibly. I, th- I think right now you can have Henry McCaffrey. Oh, I love McCaffrey. He's such a dual threat. But McCaffrey, Henry, Jonathan Taylor, three it's best those backs. three, yeah. Those three, really, any order you really want to put it. But um, Jonathan Taylor, he he was the entire Colts offense. It's really all they needed from him. He had 185 yards on the ground, and then he had some nice – what did he have, like a 10-yard catching touchdown or something like that? But he had five total touchdowns. Five. I mean, if it wasn't for Kamara getting six last year on Christmas, I think uh, I would be – even more shocked at this, even though I still am. I mean, this was – if Jonathan Taylor really does keep this going and for the next, let's say, five, six years, he really becomes a premier back in the league, I think everyone will look back at this game and be like, this was the game that put Jonathan Taylor completely on the map. I mean, people already knew he was good and he was top five, whatever. But just to go into Buffalo with the number one defense Buffalo had, let's remember, get – Five touchdowns, almost 200 yards. I think over 200 yards in total. Yeah, over 200 yards from scrimmage. Uh, completely wrecked the game for the Bills from the start. I mean, it wasn't close from the start. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just super impressive. I think the Colts now have won three straight since they lost to Tennessee. And they're six and five all of a sudden. I mean, yeah, they came like marching back. Ago, they were like one in four or something, but now they have a winning record and they're, they're coming for that spot. I mean, if, if Tennessee keeps pulling off these losses, we'll talk about the Texans game in a little bit, but I mean, if they keep losing without Derrick Henry and the Colts, you know, keep this momentum, who knows what happens with that division. So we'll see. I mean, I just, I mean, this Colts team, like Carson Wentz had, didn't have to do anything because Jonathan Taylor, they couldn't stop him. But I think it's crazy how Jonathan Taylor finally took over leading the NFL at rushing and Derrick Henry has been out for three weeks, which is just insane. <laughs> but um, Jonathan Taylor, he is going off. But on the other side, the Bills, I don't want to hit the panic button just yet. Am I a little bit concerned? Yes, this team has been very up and down. Um they got to figure their stuff out. They're six and four. They are playing inconsistent right now. I still have confidence. I'm, I'm not getting off of them as going to, as my Super Bowl pick coming out of the AFC. I'm not hopping off of that yet. Uh, but th- this game against the Saints on Thursday night, this is going to be, I think, make or break for their season, to be honest with you. 
They could definitely, even if they lose to the Saints, because it is tough to go into New Orleans on a primetime game on Thanksgiving. It's a um, huge game. But it is a huge game. Although I do think if they lose, they'll we'll still be fine. It's just I'll be concerned they, after that. Yeah. Look, as a Chiefs fan, it's been low-key nice to see all these AFC teams uh also be in these slumps and lose these weird games. It's not just the Chiefs, so been nice for us to kind of slip in the background a little the bit. The AFC but, um, is so weird this year. It's like anyone, it's wide open still, which is no crazy team to hasn't think about. had a bad loss this year. Yeah. Uh, I, I I can't think of one. Bengals lost to the Jets. Titans lost to the Jets and Texans. Bills lost to the Jaguars. Got killed by the Colts. Steelers lost. Uh, tied. Tied. Yeah, tied to the Lions. <laughs> the Chiefs obviously got killed by the Titans. I mean. The Ravens, they lost to the Dolphins. I mean, just everything. So, like, it's still wide yeah. open. Anyone, anyone can still come out of the AFC with that number one seed. So, every game is equally as important, obviously, but especially in the AFC over the NFC. Because the NFC, you look at it and you can kind of say, you know, there's the Cowboys, there's the Cardinals, there's the Packers, Bucks, the Rams. You have those teams that, like, kind of definitive, like, all right, we know what teams are the kind of the best. But in the AFC, it's, I don't really think you can sit here and say, oh, this team's definitely the best team in the AFC right now. There's a whole group of teams that you could say are kind of just better than one another. While the NFC, it's, 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 it's more condensed. It's the five teams, and then there's a few teams that will slip into the playoffs behind them. That's pretty much the NFC. But one last thing about the Bills. Bills fans, even if you lose to the Saints, I, I honestly still wouldn't worry coming from a Chiefs fan. Like, I see what Josh Allen's been doing. It's just... It's kind of just a rhythm thing. You know, Stephon Diggs is finally doing better the second half of the year. Um, not like he was bad in the first half, but no, he's definitely just... doing better. Um, look, Josh Allen's just got to get his – he's got to get his groove back. That's all it is. He's been missing some throws. Um, you know, the offense was just kind of been thrown off uh, as of late besides that Jets game. But, yeah. All right, we'll move on. I really don't even uh, want to talk about this game, to be honest with you. Uh, here's the thing, Chris. I don't. I don't understand what's to talk about because red zone. I they didn't. They didn't show even show it. <laughs> they showed a couple of Baker Mayfield interceptions. They showed the Jarvis Landry touchdown and the DeAndre Swift touchdown. Besides that, they left this game out for pretty much the entire fourth quarter. I it mean, was it a was thirteen to ten game. It was one of the witching hour like one score games, and they never showed how it ended. I don't know how the Lions lost. Like what it, happened? It, it, it ended from pure like. The, did Nick Chubb just run out the clock? I'm pretty sure that's what happened, but like they didn't show anything. No, it was it was a terrible game. I really, honestly, I would have been more than happy with just moving on right to the next game than even spending yeah, a minute on this I game. Mean, I mean, it, it was Browns terrible. fans, you're just just be lucky you didn't tie or lose to the Brett Lions. <laughs> you got out of there with the win. I mean, that was just so ugly, but. Yeah, I was right, watching this game. It, 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 really quick, it was the game. I'm like, I, I could totally see this game being like a, another tie. That would have been so funny. Ugh. Two ties for the Lions. <laughs> oh, 15 and two. <laughs> that would to- All right. That's, that's such a Lions thing. Ooh, Chris, we got a good one here. Washington Panthers. Uh, I would say it's probably the most underrated game of the weekend. I rewatched the highlights and it was actually pretty solid, like back and forth. Um, I mean, the obvious storylines, Chris, Camden, you know, first game at home on the Panthers against his former coach. That former came coach? To, yep. Ron Rivera, he came to the stadium 
And the coach came out on top, 27-21, second win in a row for Washington over two solid opponents, two good defenses. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Washington, I, I, I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs or anything. But, uh, you know, that's definitely something to hang your hat on if you're Taylor Heineke and them uh, to go on to go and beat these two very solid teams. So, um, you know, yeah. you want to talk to me about Cam Newton? Yeah, um, Cam Newton came out. He didn't play bad. He played better than we've seen him play in a fine. while. He had uh, 189 yards through the air with two touchdowns, and then he had 46 yards on the ground. He, he, he didn't look bad. He didn't look good. He kind of just looked I – mean, it was what you expected. His first game back at home. Nice touchdown throw to McCaffrey, I got to say. That, over the that, top. That, that was a huge touchdown for McCaffrey for fantasy owners right there, just kind of get yeah. him to get him to where he, his projection was right around there. But you know, McCaffrey, he is quarterback proof. It doesn't really matter who. What is this? His third quarterback this year? Um, yeah, third. And how many games has he been out? It's crazy. But you know, Panthers, they're they're five and pro- six. That's, they'll probably that's tough. They'll, they'll probably finish the year like eight and nine, I feel. Yeah, honestly, these next few games all depend because if Cam Newton can keep up what he's been doing the last two weeks, they could sneak into uh, a playoff spot. It, it was really, honestly, Chris, their defense this game, which all year has been really, really good. And I don't know, it's just one of those games. Taylor Heineke, you know, he has a few of these games per year where he just looks really good 200 yards, three touchdowns. Um, Terry McLaurin had a great game. Uh, Once again. And, a touchdown. Uh, and even uh, Antonio Gibson looked good, who's been, you know, hurt all quiet, year. A he quiet game for him. Yeah, very quiet. So, honestly, Washington, they just didn't have a problem moving the ball down the field. And then I, I texted you. I was like, all right, the NFL is rigged. Cam Newton against his former coach at home, first game at home back in Carolina, down by six with like a minute and a half left. And I was like, all right, the Panthers are going to win, and this is going to be on television for the next 10 weeks, shown over and over again. But no. That didn't, that didn't uh, happen. Cam Newton got sacked on fourth down. And, Chris, I was so I was so pissed off fantasy-wise because there were multiple plays on that final drive where McCaffrey was just wide open, like over the middle for like five, ten yards. And Cam Newton, man, I know he wants to make the big play, but – you got to just give it to your best guy. But, you know, it's a really, really, really tough loss for the Panthers. Um, we'll move on. <laughs> talk, talk about a tough loss, Chris. You want to talk to me about this Texans game? Yeah, uh, I don't even know. Uh, from the first half, what was it? The Titans were being, what was it, 12-0 at the end of the first half? Yeah, from the, it was the Texans. It, it was, you just knew from the beginning, Tannehill just throwing picks left and right. They couldn't get the ball past midfield, it seemed. And it was one of those weird games that these shitty teams randomly will come out and they'll get an upset win. And that's exactly what the Texans Texans did. They got a they won their second game of the year. Tyrod Taylor, he didn't really do do much. He didn't have to do much because the, the Titans were kept on shooting themselves in the foot every single drive almost. Um I have no idea where to really go from here except the Titans. This is so they lost to the Jets, now the Texans, and who else? Um, I, dude, I've been thinking about that for like other oh, loss for like days. I I don't I can't remember who their third loss is. The Cardinals. The Cardinals. Oh yeah, Cardinals week, week one. one. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. So they lost to All two right. really well, shitty teams, and they lost to a team that is good and going to be in the playoffs. So 
it's just how do you lose to those two terrible teams? It's just one of those things that it's, they, they can go out there and they can beat the good teams. They just really underperform against really bad teams. I know we've talked about how weird this season is, but I've always in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, yeah, like the season's going to continue to be weird. All these bad teams are going to win. But the Texans were just one of those teams where I was like, no, they, they won't be. They will never be that no. team. Okay, For me, win. it was There's like no way. The, the Texans already got their one win this year. Why would they need to get another one? And what did they do? They go yeah, out I, there. And... I truly didn't think they were going to win. It, that's it was just bad. But I'm really happy. I hate the Titans. So good. Plus you the know, Chiefs, Chris, very quietly, the Chiefs one and a half games away from the one seed. Just say. I have no idea how <laughs> they are pretty bad compared to their previous selves. This is not a good team, the Chiefs. <laughs> but I'm happy. All right. Uh 49ers Jaguars, another game we really don't have to cover. I mean, this was pretty predictable. The 49ers, they had some momentum coming into this game. A few nice wins. Uh, one against the, the Rams. The Jaguars are so bad. Yeah, another weird thing with the Jags. They keep it close sometimes, but this time at home, they just they just got killed. That was it. I mean, there's not really much do, to say. Um, do the Jaguars not the Jaguars? Did the 49ers hate Jeff Wilson that much that he was the RB1 and they just have Debo Samuel running up a ton of plays. I mean, he had eight carries. I know Jeff Wilson at 19, but it seemed like Debo, he did get the run right in the, in the goal line for the touchdown. It's They're giving Debo a feel like the more productive run. Well, Chris, it's weird, like, I mean, Jeff Wilson averaged 2.6 yards a carry. Debo averaged about 10. So I don't blame the 49ers for using their best guy. I know that who's their, uh, the running back who, who has like a fractured finger that, that was out. Mitchell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he was out, but I wouldn't expect him to have a wide receiver rushing. But Debo could be running back if he wanted to. I mean, he didn't even have, he had one catch uh, this game. I, it doesn't matter when you have a guy that is that talented and uh, yards per you know yards after catch or even yards per carry. Just utilize him in any way you want. It really doesn't matter as long as you get the win. I mean, they did what they needed to do. Um, they had that really long drive at the beginning of the game where they almost came out with no points, uh, but they came out three. Um, well, you can basically utilize point, who, whoever you want against the Jaguars, whoever you want. You, yeah. you could put Debo. You could put Debo as a defensive back if you really felt like it, and just go at it. Exactly. That's how bad the okay. Jaguars are. Dolphins, Jets. Um, a closer game than I thought it was going to be, but the Dolphins still slipped it out with a win. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm so. Tua looked good. What can I say? I know it's the Jets, but Tua has looked good the last couple of weeks. Is he what people thought he was going to be coming out of the draft? No. But he's looked good. He'll he's be had gone. A couple bad games this year. I think the Dolphins realize he's that fine. he's. I think the Dolphins know deep down that that he's not their guy. They may try and. He, what does he have? One more year after this? Um, well, he's going to be gone after this, I think. Yeah, Regardless. they're going to. I think they're going to move on from him. The Dolphins know that, like, they could stick it out with him for a couple more seasons, but I think they want to move on, on from him before it's too late. So I think they know deep down, Tua was not the guy that people thought. And who said it? I said it. He wasn't going to be good. The Jets. I think Jalen Waddle is the king of eight yard catches. Like he always just has, he always just has fourteen fantasy points. 
Like if he doesn't have a touchdown, like he's very solid. He's the new Jarvis Landry. That's how exactly how Jarvis Landry was on the Dolphins. He would get the five to ten yard catches, like seven eight catches a game, maybe a, maybe a touchdown. I mean, he's just – he's very underrated. I don't think a lot of people are talking about Jalen Waddle this year uh, in terms of rookies, but I think he's been very good. Yeah, but I think he's getting overshadowed, just overlooked by uh, his former teammate, Devonta Smith, over in Philly, who seems to be just – Absolutely, late, yeah. True. I was, I was still shocked to see him go before Smith. Although another one in this game, Chris, that's been pretty underrated uh, – is Elijah Moore. I just picked him up in fantasy because he's averaging about 13 points a game right now. I think he's I think he's going to be the new number one receiver for the Jets. He's been very, very good. Eight catches, 141 yards, and a touchdown. Um, I mean, he's good. Michael Carter as well. Even though Michael Carter did get hurt, it's going to be Tevin Coleman's season now in New York for a little bit. Um, yeah, it's kind of – how much did they pay Corey Davis? Just want to – Well, he did get injured, so he's no, just coming I- back. I think they're easing him back. I don't know how much they got paid. I think it was like four years though, or three years. Something. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joe Flacco. Well, Chris looks this up. Uh, Joe Flacco actually looked kind of good this game, which is weird to say. Um, he didn't throw a pick, which I thought he totally was going to. I mean, this game was honestly not like that out of reach for the Jets. But, you know, the Dolphins, I, they're still the better team. So I'm happy they got the win. That's their third win in a row for the Dolphins. So maybe they can make a little uh, late-season push, have some momentum going into 2022. And Chris is going to be a surprise face, which means that Corey Davis got paid a lot. I'm seeing it's three years, $37.5 I mean, that's standard for Corey Davis. That's not bad. Not for for the production he's done this year, but then again, it is the Jets. Well, he's been injured. He's also been injured. So there's not much you can do about it. No, I feel like he's been. I feel like I feel like he's been healthy this entire year. No, he's he's been playing every single game. I thought he's been out for like three, four games. He has. um... Come on, let me check. He's played eight games. (laughs) We always we always spend time talking about the Jets. But even when he's in, he's done jack shit. Okay, wait. All right. I don't I mean, he's averaging 12.7 fantasy points. That's not terrible. That's a flex right there. Flex I, I, I expected a little bit more from him, but then again, it is the Jets. Yeah, but uh, Mike Wood right. and Joe Flacco going to be out because they're going to be on because COVID. Oh, God. So it's Zach Wilson season next week. Oh, great. Well, let's tie that up as a loss. All right. Eagles, <laughs> Saints. Was this a score you got on me? 40 to 29? No. I I, I, I don't think it was. I think it just missed. It seems like one, though. But I I guess not. It Um, it definitely happened before. I think it was one. I think I saw a tweet that, like, this happened, like, three times before something like that. Uh, The Saints, man, they're they're missing their two top weapons. No Michael Thomas for the year. Kamara is still battling that knee injury. He's probably going to be out for Thanksgiving, being that he didn't practice yesterday either which is their most grueling practice on a short week, which tells me that things aren't looking good for him. I know Mark Ingram is a little banged up as well. So their tight end Troutman also, uh, I think, towards ACL or something, or maybe it's MCL. So he's Saints, gone for a while. The Saints are just losing offensive weapons very fast, and it's painful. And they're somehow still 5-5, five and five, starting quarterback, torn ACL. Michael Thomas, but they're waning away. The, done for the year. Kamara hurt, uh, it, and they're somehow still there, right at five hundred. 
But I don't know. I think our prediction of the Saints making the playoffs is starting to fade away here, sadly. You know what? I, um, I know it's still starting to fade away, but I'm not going to say it was a bad call. You got to look at how many. We thought Michael Thomas was going to be back. You can't sit here and say that Jameis Winston was going to tear his ACL. You can't sit here and say Kamara would be missing these games. You, you don't look at injuries like that. So I'm not going to say it was a bad prediction. But it is fading away. I'm not saying it's fading away. I'm just saying it's fading away. It, it, it is fading away slowly. But the Eagles, they kind of just quietly put up 40 points. I see. I see. What, 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 <laughs> Slay have three total three touchdowns this year. He had a pick six this past game as well. Slay should be in the Pro Bowl this year. He's, I mean, he's had one of the most underrated careers solely because he was a lion before this. But I mean, yeah, he's having a really good year. What do you have? Third. Two, two pick sixes against the Lions and one against the Saints. Is that what it was? Did he have two against the Lions? He no, no. Had- he had one against the Eagles, didn't he? He had a fumble recovery touchdown against the, or sorry, not the Eagles, against the Broncos last week. I think he, he did. Yeah, he, it was he like the, it was one, one of the top five prime plays. Remember? You're right. You're right. Yeah, so he probably had one against the Lions too. But um, Chris, can we talk about Jalen Hurts? Is like actually low key pretty good at football, and like he's the number one ranked fantasy quarterback this year. Quietly, <laughs> but a lot of it has been due to his uh, garbage time points he has gotten, but. It's not. I'm not trying to take. But they're not. Anything. They're not garbage anymore. I mean, they've. They're no. four and six. They're doing good. Uh, they want. No, they're five and six. Are they five and six now? Oh my god! Yeah, they. I mean, they're. They're. They have a chance to make the playoffs. For sure, they do. They do have a chance. They're not, but theoretically, they do have a chance. But the, you know what? This is a weird season, so I'm not even going to be surprised at this point if anything for whatever happens with how weird this has been. I mean, Eagles fans, they laughed about Miles Sanders getting one carry in the third quarter of the game earlier this season. And now we had 16 carries for 94 yards, averaging 5.9 a carry. I mean, this is exactly what Eagles fans have been begging the Eagles to do. Do the run game, and then when you're passing, you could still run the ball as well. I mean, Jalen Hurts, he's a top five rushing quarterback so far. He had three rushing touchdowns this game. Three rushing touchdowns, yeah. I, I mean... With Dallas Goddard healthy, Devonta Smith is the second half of the season is now really breaking out. Um, you know, Miles Sanders is getting better. Jordan Howard is <laughs> reviving his career slowly. I mean, the Eagles are a sneaky team. I wouldn't want to play them in December. If I mean, it's they're they're right there. I really don't have too much to say about Philly just because they've just been. Except for that, they have been quietly right around five hundred. They've been they've been pretty irrelevant this year yeah. in terms of you know making an impact on the league. But yeah, all right. Uh, Bengals Raiders. I gave the Bengals one last chance. I thought this maybe could have been the game that ended their season. But you know what? I got to give it to them. They thirty two to thirteen against the Raiders. I, I should have known that the Raiders would choke it more because we were already predicting this downward spiral for the Raiders. But um, I mean, uh, Joe Mixon had himself a game. Yeah, he uh, was three touchdowns or two touchdowns. Yeah, he had uh, two. I don't know if he had a receiving touchdown. No, I think he just had two. But uh, the receivers, especially Jamar Chase, seemed to be kind of cooling off. I know he had a touchdown, but he didn't have the yardage everyone uh, expects. But this receiving core, you know, it's going through a little kind of a little inconsistency right now, but it doesn't matter. They still put up 32. 
They got out of there with a the win. They did what they had to do. Really doesn't matter at the end of the day. This Bengals team is on the, on the rise, and n- no team should look at it as, oh, it's the Bengals going to be an easy win. No, it's the Bengals. They're fighting for a playoff spot. You have Joe Burrow, who is within the next two, three years, is going to be easily book it a top five, potentially top three quarterback in the league. You surrounded him with all this offensive talent while the Raiders on the other side. Top three. Okay. I'm huge on Joe Burrow. He's going to be great. Top three? He's going to be great, Joe Burrow. Okay. All right. We'll see. I mean, this is his first full season, and, and, you, and, and you look at what he's doing right now. Last year got and cut he's short. the league in interceptions, yes. In Joe Burrow is going to be in his first Joe, season. Joe Burrow is going to be good. He threw for 148 yards on one of the worst defenses in the league. I don't know. I think Joe Burrow has been quietly not as good as people thought this year. I think the six and four record definitely boosts him up. I think he's solid still, but I think as of late, ever since they lost to the Jets, he's been kind of iffy. Um, you know, here and there, he's been turning the ball over a lot. So I think it's good that they relied on Joe Mixon a lot this game, especially towards the end. I like that they didn't try to force the ball. They just they just stuck it with Joe Mixon. They ended the game off. They scored 19 points in the fourth quarter. Um, I thought the Bengals might have blown this game at the end, but no, they they definitely put it on them. Uh, so good for them. The Raiders. I mean, I'm not gonna say anything about the Raiders. Uh, this was <laughs> I don't even want to talk about right. them. Uh, Darren Waller no, just I really don't. quietly had 100 yards, which he did all in that one drive. I think he yeah, like the Bengals 80 yards on one drive by himself. So they put a beating right. on them. Chiefs, Cowboys. All right, I'll, I'll I'll get this out of the way. What was the prediction like? Thirty something to thirty something. Yeah, the th- 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 really quick, this game was had like a fifty six and a half total, and it completely flopped. Once again, the Chiefs' offense does not look that good, but their opponents' offense looks even worse. Amari Cooper out with COVID. CD Lamb goes out with a concussion. And you know what? Who doesn't love it when the Cowboys lose? I'm pretty sure everyone loves when the Cowboys lose because when the Cowboys win, between all these talk shows, Instagram comments, you, you, you don't you don't stop hearing about it until freaking. 2035 so screw the Cowboys but it just seemed like one of those games when the Chiefs offense looked pretty bad but their opponent's offense looked even worse and both defenses I don't want to say their defense looked good as much as I want to say that both offenses looked terrible Micah Parsons had a huge uh, fumble right there the Cowboys had ample opportunities to go down and score but they didn't uh the Chiefs I, I just kind of disgusting on both sides of the of the ball, but the Chiefs come out of there nineteen to nine. I think you're overreacting. All right, yeah, the Cowboys' offense didn't look good for multiple reasons. Uh, Zeke uh, had a knee injury early. Uh, Cooper is out with COVID. Ceedee Lamb had a concussion, so you know their offense was not going to look as good as everyone thought. Okay, the Chiefs' offense looking terrible. That is a huge. Uh, that's that's a little much, Chris. I mean, we were a missed field goal, uh, a fake pooch punt, and a missed extra point away from scoring 26 points. I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, I think if Mahomes, you know, had a little bit more awareness on that run play uh, and didn't fumble, I think we also probably would have gone down and kicked another at least a field goal. Um, Travis Kelsey dropped the pass. That wasn't Mahomes' fault. Uh, interception. He just dropped. They it, need to so. do something in the league when like I, I, they're never going to do it, but. If a ball is thrown to a receiver and it bounces off their hands and it was an obvious catchable ball, it shouldn't be on the quarterback. Yeah. 
But uh, then again, I it's think, categorized as, a, as an interception. Look, I understand what you're saying. On paper, this game is very similar to the Chiefs-Packers game. But with the eyeball test, get rid of some of those you know, little mistakes here and there. I still liked how the Chiefs looked on offense, to be honest. I, I, I thought it was definitely better than both the Giants and the Packers game. Um, I thought Edward DeLair had a really nice return, averaging over five yards of carry, got the touchdown. I don't even want to talk about the taunting call. It's just stupid. Uh, that was Tyree Kill had a great game. He had over 100 yards in total. Uh, Travis Kelsey had a few really big plays. He had the touchdown as well, the rushing touchdown. Mahomes was fine. 23, 37, 260 yards. You know, the one drop pass interception. And then, you know, obviously that fumble, I, I definitely want that back. But I thought he was fine. He did, he did enough. I, I thought he looked better than he did, you know, a few weeks prior before the Raiders game. So I'm, I'm honestly not complaining about the offense too much. I think the play calling needs to be a little bit better still. But honestly, when your defense is playing like that, your offense doesn't really need to come out and be that electric. I mean, you saw it, Chris. We scored 16 in the first half. That's completely really good. So that's about as much as we scored in the first half against the Raiders. So honestly, we just slowed down at the end. A few mistakes here and there. The missed field goal, you know, missed extra point. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a few of those things away from being a real blowout. And I, I got to talk about the defense. I mean, this is 2019 all over again. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the fact that the Chiefs had historically the worst defense in the league. Chris, this was the defense I was talking about at the beginning of the season. This was the defense I was looking for personally and hyping up the entire offseason. This was what I was going to expect the entire year to, you know, dominate like this. I mean, Chris Jones, three and a half sacks, a tip pass, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. Probably a top three game of him of his in his entire career, I would say. Frank Clark looked great again. This is like the fifth week in a row. He's looked good. Um, Melvin Ingram has been a great addition. Lecherius Sneed. I mean, our corners have been locked down as of late. Rashad Fenton, he's been great. Um, they finally don't really play Sorensen anymore. That's a huge improvement. Tyron Matthew looked fine. Uh, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton, our young linebackers, are great tacklers. Um, definitely better in coverage than guys like Ben Neiman. So I'm definitely happy about that. I mean, all around, our offense just played like dogs this game. You know, with, with or without those weapons on the Cowboys offense, they're still the number one ranked offense, and they still had Dak Prescott at QB. So to, you know, give up just nine points at home, you know, it's right before the bye, it was just absolutely one of the best performances I've seen out of this defense ever. So I'm super happy about it. I'll take a 19-9 score any day of the week over, you know, a shootout loss or any kind of loss. So honestly, I don't care what happens. As long as the Cowboys lose, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, Cowboys lose, I'm, I'm exactly. not happy. And just saying, Chris, uh, you know, the Chiefs have started looking good as of late. I haven't seen Jackson Holmes in a few weeks. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was going to say something about that. Here, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. I It could be a correlation. I don't know. Uh, Cardinal <laughs> Seahawks. <laughs> Chris, the Seahawks are like top five worst team in the league. I don't care. They're terrible. Says. They're so bad. I like, honestly, like you look at the, the Seahawks. You look at the Seahawks schedule and you you look at and you look at these. Uh, you look, they, they play Washington. They play Houston. They play Chicago and they play the Lions. I felt that's. Washington, I thought that would be a winnable game. Houston, another winnable game. Chicago and the Lions right there. I felt those were all winnable games, but 
I don't know. This team's playing so bad. That I think they might be able to drop one of those. Their their season is is legitimately done. There's no coming back from this. I felt that there was a small chance that they could actually fight back the 500, but they would have been what four and six after that. They could have legitimately got back to six and six and try to make a a wild card push, but that's not going to happen anymore. You're three and seven. It's like you said, Sam, they might have to shut down the entire operation. The Legion of Boom is no longer there. I feel Seattle fans still felt their team was legit after they left, but no defense wins championships. That's what won you guys a championship. Got to shut down the entire operation. I think it's time to just clear house and start from the ground up again, because right now you're, you're just kind of just stuck right now winning 11, 12 games a season and getting bumped in the, uh, getting bounced in the divisional round. It just seems to be that type of thing the last few seasons. And now not even going to make the playoffs this year. Where do you go from here? I'm sorry, Chris. One quick thing before I respond. I was just looking at Instagram and there was a post that says when you've thrown 21 touchdowns and only two interceptions this season, but literally no one gives a fuck because you're Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you said that to me. And I see Max commented on it. He just says skull. <laughs> You said that to me, I think, already. Yeah, but it's another one. It's just funny. All right. Um, Yeah, the Seahawks. uh, Pete Carroll, just retire. You're like 80 years old. Uh, Russell Wilson, get off the Seahawks. Just don't go to the Broncos, please. Um, Yeah, they're in full rebuild mode at this point. Just keep DK. Um, That's really it. I mean, there's really nothing else. Chris Carson out for the season. They've just been a train wreck. So, yeah, the Cardinals – they have their bye. We'll get Marine Hopkins back now. And, uh, yeah, they did what they needed to do on the bye. They only lost, I believe, one game. So, good for them. All right. Chargers-Steelers, Chris. I texted you during this game. I said this was kind of reminiscent of the Chiefs-Rams game. Although, I'll, I'll put it a level under. I'll put it, like, one oh, level yeah, down no, for that game. Just because it wasn't. It was kind of blowout at the beginning. It was twenty-seven to ten at one point. Yeah, Chargers. I thought, I thought the game was over. The fourth I mean, quarter got wild. Twenty-seven I mean, points in the fourth quarter, Chris. Yeah, I think Ben. This is probably his best game of the year. He looked pretty good, except for those that final drive, which that that, that was painful to watch. Uh, but this game, I think it could be totally different if we had Minka. And TJ, Joe Hayden, we had those three key defensive players right there. I don't think this game nearly gets – I don't think the Chargers score 41. Uh, do I think that the Steelers still win? No. But do I think that it's this much of a shootout? No. Uh, but that being said, a tough loss. The Steelers easily could have won this game. Uh, they dropped a game that I felt they should have dropped. It's tough because – if they didn't tie the Lions, they win six and four, no big deal. And that was five, four and one, which is pretty painful. But credit to the Chargers, man. This Chargers team is is good. Uh, Sam, I know you're going to be like, oh, it's always the Chargers. Not going to believe it till you see it. And I'm right there with you. And I think Herbert Eckler, Keenan Allen is the alpha. Mike Williams, he had that one big touchdown later there. This team can get it done with anyone. I mean, Austin Eckler, man. Talk about another running back who completely just torched. It's, it's really too bad Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns <laughs> because, uh, yeah, Eckler was absolutely dominant. Who knew Herbert could run for 30 yards every time he carried the ball? I mean, that was impressive. Um, for the Steelers side of things, uh, just picture this really quick. Oh, this was against you too, Chris. 
this was it. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was my other league. Okay, sorry. I totally forgot. It, this has to do with Pat Fryermuth. Um, oh, Pat this. the Bat, as you call him? Yeah. Picture this. You're only up by, you know, a few points. It's looking like you're going to lose because the other person is Tampa defense. And, um, you know, Pat Fryermuth, he's just been terrible all game. And you're just shitting yourself the entire game. And right at the end, Chris, that touchdown, that three-yard touchdown, I literally screamed like the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I screamed when Pat Fryermuth scored that touchdown. I was so happy. Did you win? Yeah, I won. <laughs> I beat you too. Our, that was a close game. That was close. Oh, man. I'm in third place now. I might not get punished, but uh, that's for another day. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this game was just exciting on all levels, both fantasy-wise and just as a football fan. So, But um, honestly, uh, as a Steeler fan right now, my biggest concern is, and I hate saying this, is will the Steelers be able to get eight, get the eight wins? to keep that uh, record of no losing season alive. Cause uh, it's going to be mean, tough. I have them with eight wins in my record. They, uh, so. they play the Bengals one once more. They have both their games with the Ravens, which I do think that, the, that they will be able to sneak one, one of those win, one win against the Ravens out. Then they play the Vikings. They put their second game against the Browns and they have a tough matchup against the chiefs. So what, what, what chiefs are we going to get? Are we going to get the chiefs that are going to drop 40? Or are we going to get a chiefs team? That's just going to drop like, like nine, nine, 19. Chris, this is our first Chiefs Steelers game. We have to cover it on the podcast. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be bad when the Chiefs win like forty-one to ten. This was going to happen. Jeez. I mean, who knows? Najee, Najee might have one hundred fifty total yards, but he just got away with the he he escaped without getting seriously injured on that one. I know that that was scary. Um. Okay. One quick thing before the Monday night game. I just got news. Everson Griffin refusing to come out of his house. Oh yeah, after concerning posts. Um, he you, insinuated that, that someone was invading his house. Uh, police have been outside Griffin's home for the last four hours. Um, he refused to come out at this point. He's had he's dealt with mental health issues. Um, Griffin can, claims he has a gun, and he sh- he fired shots. I don't know if he saw someone or he's seeing things. Because there were no reports of people actually intruding his house, so very odd situation going on right now. Yeah, scary situation. House, so. uh, hope he's doing all right. It's not uh, n- nothing uh, to joke about with what he's going through right now. So just gotta hope he yeah. gets the help just that he hope needs. He's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but back to a uh, report just came out now that uh, Ceedee Lamb will practice Wednesday, and if he's cleared, he will play Thursday. So that's something to keep an eye on for fantasy owners. That's Which, big. That, that is big. They're gonna need all the help they can get with the with the Mara not being there. Yeah. All right. Bucks, Giants. Honestly, Daniel Jones you know, sucks. Yeah. I thought Daniel Jones was gonna be kind of like uh the kryptonite for this Bucks team. And you know what? No. <laughs> 30 to 10. I mean, it was probably one of the more boring games I've seen this year. Uh Daniel Jones, he had the one touchdown to Andrew Thomas, the the tackle, but Besides that, there was really nothing of significance in this game. I mean, it was very um, I guess the most significant thing is that Jason Garrett gets fired and that uh, the Giants have an offensive lineman who had more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay. And Kadarius Tony combined. Wait, Kadarius Tony doesn't have a touchdown? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, are you shitting I, me that, right now? That's what it said on the Instagram post. Just saying. Wow, I thought he did. Actually, Gronk came back. He looked good. That's something of note. He looked really good, actually. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks they get a much-needed win. Yeah, versus a very inferior opponent, but after dropping two straight, they, they need a, a, a win against a high school football team would have been perfect for them. Yeah. Okay, Chris. Week 12, uh, one of the most important weeks, in my opinion, of the NFL regular season. I think this is when the playoff picture really starts to eliminate some people and really boost some people up. It's, it's not people, teams. Um, I don't know, Thanksgiving, it's like, it's like really when we're in the midst of football. So this is important. The Chiefs have a bye, which I always love a week 12 bye. I think that's always the best bye to have. The, the, trust me, the later bye weeks are always the best because more guys are banged yeah. up at that point. Um, you kind of just need it. Because I don't know, just thinking about like the holy aspect of having a later bye week is just is just key instead of having like one of the having, having the first bye week sucks. You know the Chiefs we uh, completed no loss November, so you know going to go in the bye week like that. <laughs> Sam, did you, uh, you you complete the uh, the other November? All right, let's move on. Bears, Lions. <laughs> oh man, uh, I I know who you're going with. I'm saying the Bears are going to win here. Uh, Chris, lot- just Chris, Chris. Chris, Chris, come on. It's not like we're on this huge platform where millions of people watch us and they're going to rag on you if you pick the Lions. Why not have a little fun? This is the last chance you're going to have to pick the Lions. Who cares? The, you think I'm going to have fun? Like, act- you think it's that close? Like, Yeah, but like, who? Like, j- it's funny. Just pick the Lions one last time. This is the final time you get to pick the Lions in possibly an 0-16 in one season. Why not? Just why not, though? No, no. Wouldn't no, that no, no. be I'm, so hype if they won at home during Thanksgiving and you pick them? Come on. It's not it's not you gonna don't happen. Want to pick that. The Bears. The Bears. No, I know I, I don't no want to pick either team. I don't want to pick you. You know what? Andy Dalton, at- wouldn't you rather root for Tim Boyle? Come on. I don't want, no, Tim this game Boyle. Is, no, this game is gonna be terrible. It's gonna be like hmm. I'm gonna say twenty six. Right, I'm picking Bears. the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking the Lions. Twenty Three to twenty, they're gonna put up twenty three points on Thanksgiving. Let's go. Why is it so shitty? <laughs> Cowboys Raiders. As much as I hate both of these teams, I gotta go with the Cowboys to win this one. I don't think it's gonna be that close. Um, I think the Cowboys are gonna win 30, 31 to twenty one. I'm going to say the Cowboys will win 27 to 23. That's what I'm going to go with. Close one. All right. I mean, I hope these games are close. It's always nice when you have some exciting games on Thanksgiving. But, um, yeah, definitely want the Raiders to lose. Uh, Bills, Saints. I think the Bills are going to go in there. They're going to redeem themselves. Uh, I'll go 20, 20, 27 to 16. 16. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I I gotta I gotta bring my favorite number and scores back. I'm gonna go. Bills are gonna win 25 to 20. So I'm gonna go with. <laughs> I don't think you did one last week. I, I forgot to mention that. I was no, going I to didn't. mention that you didn't pick one, but I forgot. All right. Uh, and then we got the regular Sunday games. Let's start with Bengals Steelers. Chris, I'm gonna go um, with. Ooh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. It, it, it's weird. First. I mean. I'm gonna go with. I just don't see the Steelers completely getting swept by the by a division 
uh, rival this season uh, coming off of that, that defeat. Hopefully they get the TJ Watt and other guys back on the defense. So I'm going to go for that reason. I'm going to go with the Steelers are going to win. It is not going to be the most, it's not going to be a pretty game by any means, but I still think it is going to be a close game, AFC North football. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say 23-17 Steelers. Okay. I do want to pick the Steelers, but look, if the Bengals want to be taken seriously, I know they the Steelers win. aren't a great team. Yeah, but exactly. In order to for them to take them seriously, I mean, this is a team the Bengals – have had trouble with their entire franchise and to sweep them in one year That'd be huge. and go to seven and four. Yeah, that would be huge for the Bengals. So I'm going to go with the Bengals, although I think it can go either way. I do want the Bengals to win. Sorry, Chris. I just think, you know, it would be a good story for them. I'll also go 23 to 17. Actually, I'm the, so if, if, the, if the Bengals it. win, I, I never want to see your dad ever again. <laughs> Come on, I'd be happy for a sad Bengals man. <laughs> no, he he he, he, deserves, deserve he, the pain. he deserves it. He's been through too much. Okay, yeah, right. All right, six rings, Chris. Yeah, maybe maybe give another team a chance. All right, uh, Dolphins, Panthers, uh, Ooh, Carolina. I mean, it's, it's gonna go either way. You go, you go in Carolina. I mean, I think this is the game that Cam Newton throws like two interceptions. I hate to say it, I do think Cam Newton might regress and the Dolphins defense has looked pretty good as of late I'm gonna go with the Dolphins to get their fourth win in a row I don't know it's, it's something about them I think it's gonna be 28 to 27 in a shootout hmm. I'm gonna go with the the Panthers are gonna win I'm gonna say it's gonna be 26 to 21 it's not gonna be a real game that's gonna be like oh shoot that was a Oh, that was a must-watch game. It's going to be one of those games that, yeah, yeah, it, it happened, but, like, you're not really going to remember it. <laughs> it's pretty irrelevant. All right. Uh, Giants, Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to win this one pretty handedly. I'm going to say 33-13. to 13. Uh, I, I just don't have any faith in the Giants at this point. You know, it's been a weird season. We've seen weirder things. This is gross. I'm going to go with the Giants simply because I'm going with the narrative. Remember last year when the Giants had a shot and the Eagles, they purposely lost that game. I think the Giants are going to be pissed. And I, I, th- I think they're going to play spoiler here at home against against a team that screwed them out of a, out of a playoff spot. So for that reason, I'm picking the Giants. As much as I don't want to, just because of that reason, I, I am. Um, it's going to be a, It's going to be a pretty nasty game. I'm going to go with 21 to 16. All right. And then Titans, Patriots. Uh, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think Titans lose another one. Uh, I'll, I'll go 24 to 19. The Titans just don't have any offensive weapons. I mean, the Patriots, you know, Bill Belichick's going to shut down A.J. Brown, and then the Titans are going to have no one to turn to. I'm not even starting A.J. Brown in my fantasy league. This week, even though he's projected 16 points, I'm starting Elijah Moore and Darnell Mooney over over AJ Brown. That's how much I'm confident that the second-ranked pass defense of the Patriots will shut down the number one, uh, you know, player in AJ Brown. So, honestly, I think it's going to be an ugly game, but I think the Patriots at home they get another win and they're eight and four after that. Yeah, you know, I would would I be surprised if the Titans win? No, I feel that. This is such a spot that the Patriots have all this momentum. The Titans, 
need to come back and have a bounce back win. There's no better way to get to get back on your feet than beating a team that's super hot right now. But I can't bet against the Patriots right now. Uh, I feel exactly what you said. I agree with with everything you said. They're going to shut down A.J. Brown. Who are they going to go to? Anthony Ferkser? No. Who's their number two receiver? Westbrook Ikeen, I- whatever his name is. They just released Adrian Peterson. This Titans team, I do think they can win, but that, I, don't, I don't think they are. And I'm going to say it's going to be, I think they're going to put a pretty hefty beating on this Titans team too. I'm going to go with 31 to 20. All right. Uh, Falcons, Jags. I got the Jags um, 24 to 10. Uh, I just think uh, the Jaguars are a better football team than the Falcons right now. Uh, even with Patterson back, I just don't see the Falcons winning many more games. I, um, you know, it's two teams that are pretty bad, but I think the Jaguars are way worse. I'm going to go with the Falcons to win this game. Um, that the, the Jaguars are so bad. They're not winning another game this season. Urban well, Myers. they play the Texans again, so. Oh, God. And the Jets. And the Jets. They put the Jags. Put, when did, what week did the Jags play the Jets? I don't know. But, uh, actually, I could look at it now. Hold on. We'll give your prediction. I'm going to go with Falcons will win, and I think it's going to be another high-scoring game. I think it's going to be, I'm going to say 30, I'm going to say 34-17. Falcons. 34, 17. Okay, they play each other week 16. What a fucking gross week. Excuse my language. <laughs> All right. Um, where are we? Bucks, Colts. The Bucks are going to win, even though the Colts are hot right now. I think the Bucks are just a little bit hotter. Uh, I know it's not that crazy. Like 20 point win in prime time against the Giants, but the Bucks aren't going to lose many more games this year. They had their slump. That was it. Um, I'm going to go 31 to 17 bucks. Oh, wow. I'm going to go. I think it's going to be a pretty back and forth game. Uh, Bucks secondary, pretty bad. Uh, Wentz is going to be forced to throw the, throw the ball. I don't, I think Jonathan Taylor will cool down a little bit here. Uh, This Bucks defense is run defense is no joke. Um, I think it's going to be 35 to 30 Tampa Bay. All right. Shoot out. Um, Jets, Texans. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going with the Texans here. Yeah, um, I'm saying Texans, and I'm saying no. I'll I'll still go with the Jets, but who knows? Go ahead with the score. Oh. How low do I really want to go with the score? I'm going pretty low. <laughs> I'm saying ten. Although three. it could be a shootout. I'm I mean, it could be a shootout. Say, All right, it's not. Chris, it's not. It's just not going to be ten three. So you can change it if you want. Screw it. I'll change it. I'll say, you know, I'll, I'll say, I'll say seventeen. 7. I do think it's. Yeah, I do think it's going to be a little scoring. Uh, I, I have seventeen fourteen the Jets. Oh. Um, yeah, it, it's it's no, red zone. You don't really have to show this game. Uh, you know, this game is going to be ten three now, right? It's yeah. going to be 10-3. Yeah, God, I hold up. Um, Broncos Chargers. The Chargers are going to win. Um, I think the Broncos usually play them close, though. So I'll give the Broncos a one-score loss. I'll say I'll say 27-20 to 20, Chargers. All right, I, f- I feel that. Um, I'm also going to go with the Chargers. They are um, 
I think they're going to pretty. I think they're going to have their way pretty easily with with Denver here. Uh, I'm going to go with. I'm going to say it's be 28-21. 28-21. All right. Uh, Niners, Vikings. Vikings fans, I hate to break it to you, but this might be another tough loss, I think. I think the Niners are going to pull this one out. I think it's going to be close. I'll go 30-28. to 28. Um, I don't know. It, it depends because Garoppolo could very well suck and then the Vikings could take over, but Kirk Cousins could very well suck, so I don't know. I think both teams have good momentum. They're both – you know, sitting on the verge of making the playoffs. So, I don't know. I, I think betting on the Vikings losing a heartbreaking loss after getting a great win is pretty possible. So, I'm going to say that. Yeah. Um, I do think it's going to be a tough loss coming off that huge win against the Packers. Uh, I do think the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo are bad. But I think that. Vikings are gonna have to come back to earth a little bit here after that huge win. I'm gonna say the 49ers are gonna get a are gonna are gonna win. I think they're gonna score a last minute touchdown to let them prevail by by four, and they're gonna win 27-23. All right. Um Rams Packers. Hmm. I'll go with the Packers. Um, although it's gonna be hard to say that the Rams are gonna lose three straight, especially after a bye. It's so it's hard, really and, close it, for me. and 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 it's tough to to see the Packers losing another at game. Home. Yeah, at home, like it's just tough. But I'm I just have to go with the Rams. I don't see them losing three straight. I see them bouncing back here. Uh, it's just what can I see happening less, more or less, rather than who's the better football team here? Because I think these teams, if they played each other a hundred different times, I think they could legitimately split it fifty fifty. I yeah. think they're. They're evenly matched. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the Rams are gonna win, and I think it's gonna be a fairly close game. I do. I think points will be scored because points are gonna have to be scored here. I'm gonna say it's gonna be. Oh man, 37-34 Rams. Okay, no, it's gonna be I high don't scoring. It's gonna be high scoring. I don't think that. I think both defenses are gonna step it up this game. Um, I think it's gonna be pretty boring. Uh, I'll go 20, 23. No, uh, I'll go 24 to 20 Packers. All right. Uh, rematch of a great primetime game last year, Ravens Browns. Uh, I think it's going to be a big rushing game. I think it's going to be a lot of, uh, yards gone on the ground. Uh, Lamar's going to be back, but you know what? I just think the Ravens are getting too lucky. I, I really want the Browns to win. Kareem Hunt's coming back. Uh, Baker Mayfield, hopefully he gets a little healthier. I'm going to pick the Browns to pull this one out. I know it might sound crazy because they almost just lost to the Lions, and I think a lot of people think the Ravens are a better football team. But you know what? The Ravens are really unpredictable, especially in prime time. I think they're due for another loss uh, right after that Dolphins one as well. So I'll go 31 to 27. All right. I Browns. like that. Uh, I'm going to say that as much as I want the Browns to win, I just don't see how they do. I know B- Baker Mayfield, he's playing hurt. Uh, he's not that guy. I think Cleveland realizes it. Trust me. I know, I know he's playing hurt, but I just think that as, as lucky as we feel that the Ravens have been getting, I just do think that the Ravens are in general, just a better team than, 
than, than Cleveland. And I'm going to say, I think it's going to be a close game. I'm going to say it's going to be 24-22, Ravens. 24-22. All right, hopefully. We, we need some more good primetime games like the Steelers. Uh, finally, well, just when I say that, Washington, Seattle. All right, I do think the Seahawks are going to win, even though they're terrible. Uh, I don't see Washington winning three in a row and being five and six. I, I don't know. I just don't. Uh, I think it's going to be very ugly, though. I'm going to go 20 to 13 Seattle. All right. I, we're, 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 I can't even speak right now. We're pretty close on that. I'm going to go with 23 to 10 Seattle. Uh, Washington, second game without Chase Young. They did get away with a win last week, but I think that their luck runs out. I think Seattle, they win. It's really not going to do anything for them, but look at a, a much needed moral victory. Okay. Um, and that's it. There's week 12. Uh, you know, everyone relax, watch some good football, eat some good food tomorrow on Thanksgiving. You guys have all, uh, you know, a great holiday. We got a great, you know, slate of football coming up. Chris, you want to pick the random game for next week? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go Jags Rams, even though I keep saying we shouldn't keep picking the Jags every week. No, but it's pretty random. I mean, Next week, all oh, random game. You're gonna go with Jags Rams. I have to sit here and I have to go with you for for week 13. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I'm gonna go. I'm going with Washington and the Raiders. That's my random game of the week. Yeah, that's or, or or all the right. Jets Eagles. Jets Eagles are another one. Jets Eagles. All right. Um. Yeah, and that's it, guys. So uh, next time we see you, hopefully you have a good holiday. Happy Thanksgiving, and, to everyone. Uh, have a great holiday. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening. Later, guys.